Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. That was Welcome to Our House with Jamie Arroyo. And this is... To y'all! That's not working. No, <laughs> clearly not. Is it... And this is... Still not working. Did you try turning the volume up? Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> it wouldn't be Art Star Radio if I didn't fuck up something technical. What the fuck just happened? I don't know. We're starting over. That was... No, I think these headphones are fucked. Oh, your headphones are fucked. I think so. It was just like... This is clearly Art Star Scene Radio. <laughs> wow. On Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Face Boy. I am Face Girl. And who are you? Oh, I'm Juno Tempest. Our millennial who's on their fucking phone. I'm just, I, I got a, I got a charge. I got a charge. Juno's our resident millennial. Am I? In the studio is no, I'm just kidding. Ellie Raston. Hey there. Because he called you over being a millennial. And you're going to introduce... And Will Hasty. Hello, everybody. We've got a full house. Yeah. Hello. It's too much. It's too much. Tuna. I feel personally attacked by that comment, by the way. That you're a resident I'm, millennial? I'm, I'm going to cry now. Oh, she's a trigger. <laughs> I'm triggered. The millennial is triggered. I'm a triggered snowflake today. <laughs> I'm a triggered little snowflake. Your yeah. your tits look l- larger than usual. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's your tits I, look I, larger I, than life. Yeah, I've got a, a nice big push-up bra on. Nice. Very sexy, Juno. Yeah, thank you. And Will, if you talk into the mic, I know you're sharing one, but... Very sexy, Juno. I apologize. Here, this is where we'll share. Thank you, my dear. So, um, Face Girl got a a letter about uh, car repairs that needed to be done. Mm. It's clearly a scam. So, uh, we're we're only going to do one, one, one... Crank call a week if we do any. So we're going to call them. <laughs> There's a quota. Did if I tell we you do what I wanted any, to do? I like that one. Did I did I tell you what we're going to do? No. We're going to call as a Stephen, no Spencer, Sh- Spencer Stevens, and Sarah, and, and my stupid shoe sister Sarah. What's her last name? Stevens. <laughs> oh yeah, the Stevens. We're um I'm um, um, Sarah Stevens and he's Spencer Stevens. And basically, he's so stupid. We're You're so, so stupid. stupid. You're the stupid. That's why you didn't fix so your car. Stupid You're sitting there. Stupid asshole. That stupid grin. You're an asshole. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna call them and just argue with each other. Okay. <laughs> and this is about car repairs. Yeah. Okay. It's like a warranty, right? The we're, we're calling warranty? to ask about our car repair that you, you, that you called me for. That's off game, Spencer. Stop being so stupid. <laughs> This game could not be more clear. Watch you call like the place that my my dad and my brother work because they oh, work no. in warranty processing. Oh no! And it's definitely not a scam when they call. Not a scam. Nope. Oh, here we go. <coughs> Busy signal after great start. ringing. Thank you for calling. All calls will be recorded for quality assurance. Yes, certainly, certainly will. will. <clears throat> a live team member will be with you momentarily. Not a dead one. I prefer undead. <gasps> oh, 
they're busy. This is a good fucking jam. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to fix my car. Fix the car. But I forgot to do a checkup. This just makes me wonder what my tits out. Just a small problem. Makes me wonder what? With my tits out. Check engine light, check engine light, check engine light, check engine God, I wish I could do this. Now a major repair. So, Will, uh, you said you dated a woman for two months and only got a boner once. Yes. Uh, This was at the height of uh, my drug addiction, right before I went to rehab. Not the what, head what of kind your of boner drugs? addiction. I, I was a. I was yeah. Basically, uh, I was uh, what I love to call a low grade speedballer. I would do oh. about three hundred <laughs> milligrams of Adderall and about. Oh, a, hold on. Thank you for calling Endurance Vehicle Protection. My name is Valerie. Hello, Valerie. How may I help you today? Uh, I'm here. Uh, my name is Sh- Spencer Stevens. I'm Shara Stevens. That's my stupid sister. That's Shara. my stupid. Brother Spencer, but you're so you're so stupid. stupid. You, Valerie, if, you're so stupid. If you weren't so stupid, maybe oh we wouldn't God. be having this warranty problem right now, Spencer. You're so stupid, Ash. So my stupid sister Sarah got a letter about uh, some something. Because after- somebody, Spencer, you're the Spencer who's stupid. How can you sit there and say that? Don't sit there and say that to my face. You're an asshole. Pardon my sister Sarah's language. Pardon my stupid brother's stupidity. Oh, you're so stupid. You're stupid, Spencer. Your face is stupid. Your face is stupid. I'm going to fish hole your face open. I'm going to put my ass in your ass. I'm going to put my ass on your face. Oh, I'm sorry I cursed. My, Valerie, my sorry about my stupid sister Sarah. My stupid brother Spencer's is a real problem. Are you there, Valerie? I'm here. Okay, so my sister got a letter about an automotive repair bill. And I just don't remember when I made the repairs. Because she's so stupid. You're the stupid. You're so stupid. How do you not remember when oh that happened? God. Just because it was addressed to me doesn't mean that you're not car. stupid. One of the stupid car. repairs. How could I get in our repairs and not remember it? How stupid would I have to be for that to happen? I'm not an asshole. Who drives this 1978 Mercedes anyway? You drive a 1978 Mercedes when I let you borrow it when you want to go on a stupid date with a stupid skank. Sorry about my stupid sister. I wish to apologize for my stupid brother's asshole behaviors. So, what do we do about this automotive bill? It's not. It's actually not a bill. Oh, it is a. It's I a, told you, Spencer, you're so stupid. It's not even a bill. Who gets repairs and doesn't remember that? I'm not that much of a drinker, Spencer. You're even your stupidest days. You're st- you're a stoner. So what if I'm a stoner? Some people smoke like to a, smoke pot. You smoke that cannabis all the time. You sit on the stoop, sit smoking that cannabis. So what if I sometimes sit on the stoop smoking a cannabis? Okay, I think this is settled then. If there, there, there's no bill. So, Valerie, sh- thank you so much. so much for your time. Have a great day. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well done. <laughs> that was great. That was wonderful. That was just wonderful. Oh, my God. I I, uh, I think every crank call should be the, the season. Done. Done. That's a show. That's a show yeah. right there. Just you two making crank calls in those characters. Yep. Done. I, lo- I love when you guys went on that riff, and then you pause, and you're like, what, what can we do? And she just goes, in regards to the bill. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> no, she was locked in. She was she, there the whole yes, time. She didn't, she didn't give a single fuck. 
she gave zero fucks. And I, and I broke the first rule of crank calls. Never be the one to hang up first. Yeah, yeah. you did. <laughs> but, but like, you what, did. For, her, for that reaction, what level do you think of crazy you're she has so to deal with on every day? <laughs> what did you say? You're, you're so, so stupid, stupid for hanging up first. <laughs> What was that? Yeah, special. What were you thinking? That stupidest thing I've ever heard. So what if I smoke on the stoop? So what if I smoke cannabis? I'm shitting on the stoop smoking cannabis. So what if I shit on the stoop smoking cannabis? I know oh, I am not stoned, um, but I wish I were. It would be even funnier. <laughs> yeah, it would. Wow. Uh, that was magic. Wow. That was actually, that was probably the best part of my day, I guess. Yeah. Spencer, oh. stupid Spencer. <laughs> so, Will, you were saying about your penis. Oh, yes. About, penis. About, about going about my penis. Um, so, after... He so, was a speed roller. <laughs> I, was a, I was a load red speed roller. So, um, so, after... So, basically, I was, I was on about uh, 300 milligrams of Adderall and um, about a quarter ounce of weed a day. And that was just to, like, keep me functional. And so I like I was doing incredible amounts of damage to my heart. And so this was a period and like our relationship began um, because I got her to confide in me about something like because I, I like to talk to people and she confided in me about a very horrific event in her past. And our relationship became built on her um, on her telling me about this time when she was basically uh, raped by two like local governmental authority figures. Oh, well, and and like our relationship uh, grew sort of out of that. So, I mean, she was a girl who was in, who worked at a very high level job and, um, and God, the crazy shit that they did at this law firm blew my mind (laughs) because in the case rooms, you can shut the door and it is illegal to open that door. So anything that takes place in that room is covered, is, is secure. So like there, we're talking like tons of Coke, tons of drugs, tons of all different kinds of shit. And I just like, I was sad. I was a real, I was, I was at a very bad place in my life. And so I didn't like, like she was, she was just an extension of my crazy because it, because really I shouldn't have. Okay. So you're not being able to get a boner wasn't having to do anything with her. It had to do with the drugs you were on. Well, not only the drugs that I was on, but also that I was very depressed and, and like, and like she was very depressed and I'm hard right now. Fair point, fair point. But face point, you are also you are also I, a I just total keeps. freak of nature when it comes to your penis, man. I, I just had to look. I, I totally you did a little I basket totally browsing. Did a little did look, little helmet browsing. Basket browsing. <laughs> basket browsing. Yeah, that's what we call it. Basket browsing. I. That's why I love basketball shorts because it's so easy. It's so easy to basket browse in basketball yeah. shorts. It's my favorite. Awesome. It's like my favorite sport. Basket browsing in Brooklyn. Oh, I like it. Basket oh, browsing yeah. in Brooklyn. Basket Juno. browsing in Brooklyn. With That's Juno. Gonna, yeah. Post of I do know Tempest. <laughs> and uh, what what finally made you decide this is enough? Well, um, so after well, it was actually worse. Uh, so um, I basically just like could like we had we had like classic sex where I actually had a boner three times. Classic mission, and the third time, no and then no, and the third, the and the third time should have been really meaningful. Like she, like she, she got off like three or four times in a row, and got off and and just hopped off me and said, "I've never come that much in my life. I've never liked the smell of sex before." And it was this like moment where she was sort of having an awakening. I know, right? What oh is her phone God. number? <laughs> <laughs> um, same. And um, no, and it was just, and 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 I was just sad. 
And like she saw that I was just sad. And this was like the best sex we'd have up until that moment. And like up until then, I had been like the master, not the Jesus Christ. Well, I had just been going down on her a lot and putting my finger in her butt. And like literally, that was like all, you know, and that was our, you know, the entirety of this relationship was built on us both being that too, <laughs> but us both being at really bad places. And so I was at work one day and I started getting calls from the law firm's number. And it was guys, it was two or three guys picking up, saying something about me faster than I could hear it, and then laughing, and then hanging up. And I was thinking to myself, okay, she's absolutely the type of girl who, if, if like, she's really not happy, she'll spread it around to people, she'll make a joke of it, she'll make a story of it. And so I, and so I just, and so I was sort of like, okay, clearly something's going on. If she's talking, if, 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 if this has gotten so far that her office mates are calling me to make fun of me about something about myself that I'm not even hearing, then this is clearly fucked. And so I called her and I said, and, and I finally got through to her and she said, and I said, this is, this is clearly over. Right. And she said, and she said, I just, I don't, I, I just, I don't know what to say. Well, I just know, I just don't think this is working. And so I got all of her shit in my apartment and I put it in a box. This is the first time I've actually done this with a box and just, she showed up and I just handed her the box Whoa. and I said, and I'm sorry, and, and, I, and I froze for a moment, and I said, because our relationship had started on her confiding in me, right? On her telling me something that she had literally never told anybody but her mother, and her mother's reaction was, I don't know what to do about that, honey, I'm sorry. And her mother's entire reaction was always to disengage. Hmm. And so I said, to, and so in this moment of us, like, breaking up and me just sort of realizing how fucked I was, I said, um, I said, I can't believe I'm saying this. I can't believe I'm saying this, but... If, if you're ever in trouble, if you're ever sad, if you're ever upset, if you're ever suicidal, don't, like, call me. I mean, just, you know, I'm always there. And she just started bawling. And, and, I, and, I, and she tried to hug me, and I wouldn't hug her. And, um, and she left. Wow. And why wouldn't I hug her? Because I, because I had, because honestly, I was still a little pissed. Like I just, like her office. She had apparently been telling this, this very successful law firm one of the top two law firms in New York <laughs> that the dude she was sleeping with couldn't get a boat or, or you know, or who knows fucking what. But, like, that was my fear. But, again, it doesn't really affect me ultimately. Or it doesn't affect me ultimately. But point is, like, I went to rehab a month later. And it was just and, – and I just associate it as despite the fact that I do – part of me does still care about this person and wants her to be okay – um, it was easily the shittiest relationship I've ever had, and it was not that bad of a relationship. <laughs> and you've been clean ever since, and how long is that? Uh, 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 four and a half years. Or no, now it's, yeah, we're going on four years. Well, congratulations. I'm sorry you went through that, but I'm glad you had the strength to get better. Thank you. Uh, Catherine, I gotta thank my friends the, for that, by the way. The, the last thing I sent you, you could pull that up, please. Still on a high from that prank call. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get to you pretty soon, oh, Ellie. Gosh. All that cannabis. The whole time you were telling the story, <laughs> I was just like saying stupid things to <laughs> <in> my face, <laughs> and then I was like, "We had the best sex of our lives." <laughs> exactly. So I would like rephrase what he was saying with like a lisp in my head, oh and my it would make God. me laugh. And then he said something so serious, and I'm like, "I can't laugh now." But I I'm at the peak. I'm at the peak. Sorry, and she was raped. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I missed my opportunity. <laughs> now I'm just gonna look like a monster. The last one. Yes. Swedish. Yes. 
I found a little bit more information about hmm. this, uh, about uh, some something we've discussed Ugh. before. Is it more brain worms? No, it's awful. Uh, please oh, read that wow. Wow. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm nervous. No. I'm nervous. This is my favorite wow. part of the this show. This is so, wow, so disgusting. This, these words are so terrible. Swedish insect shoots larvae. In, in your re- regular voice. <laughs> Don't make me do this. Do it. It's important that people know about this stuff. Keep in mind, I have to leave in like 13 oh. minutes to get to work on time. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Swedish insect shoots Larvae into victim's eye. Yes. <laughs> eyes. Yes. Who, who wouldn't like yeah. lovely bugs growing in your eyeballs Insect. cracking out? Shoot shot in- into Insect ejaculate. <laughs> Except it's not ejaculate, it's, it's larva. Fertilized oh, babies. My god, I'm killing everything that looks like no, this in my babies. house. I love how it's like Swedish. Like they want to, they want to yeah. tell us like where they're from. Like oh, classic <laughs> Swedish. Sweet. Never going to IKEA again. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's check not furniture. a lot. <laughs> yeah, it may look like a bumblebee, but it really is an elk bot fly. Oh, more bot flies! Yeah. <laughs> I so like sorry. elk bot. What are bot flies? You, know, you know, we're all right. Buckle up. <clears throat> a bumblebee-like fly hovering in front of your face could be an elk bot fly preparing to sh- <laughs> shoot larvae into your eyes. It all itches. It was uncomfortable and hurt a bit. What the fuck? No. And it hurt a bit. Mm-mm. Really? Did it? Said Malin Halgren, who had 30 eggs ejected into her eye. After the first time, why didn't they run away? I, I, they feel like one? I think it just says 30. Just, I feel like it was one shot, Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, was just, she was just sitting there going, ooh, what, I wonder what that is. The quickest larva shooter in all of Sweden. This show. Oh, I'm so sad I have to leave. No. Why? Don't do this. Don't ever do this again. Oh, Bodfly larva is a parasite that mainly feeds on. Oh, God. Get no. through it. The mucus of elks and deer. Oh. Yay. Up until recently, the insect was only found in elks in the north of Sweden. But it has now been detected as far south as someplace I'm never going to go in the <laughs> county of Smalaland, south of Stockholm. Smalaland? Yay. Maybe. A full-grown insect measures about two centimeters and looks a bit like a hairy fly or a bumblebee. After mating, the female looks for her appropriate host for her offspring. This is usually elks. Or deer, but sometimes she will mistake human eyes. Oh God, for elk fucking nostrils! What the fuck? <laughs> the pregnant female shoots her already hatched larvae in the host animal's nostrils. <coughs> what the? F- no, no. I mean, I mean, elk are big. God, Can we have why? a moment of silence for whichever listener just tuned in right before that sentence and had to just. <laughs> Greater Free Brooklyn. Okay, great. And if you'd like to sponsor the show, (laughs) check out our Patreon. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. From there, the larvae wriggle. It wriggles. Such a bad yeah. word. It's such a bad word. Moist wriggling. Down to the throat where they reach their third stage of development. I hope it's death. I hope it's instant death. Oh, God. When the larvae reach about four centimeters, that's just one more centimeter. I don't know how much a centimeter is, but that seems like not a lot. 
It's like the... Oh, no. Like your... Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Their movements tickle the nose of the animal, which (laughs) sneezes them out together with mucus. And blood. Yay. <laughs> so That's quite intense. Mucus <laughs> and blood. Oh, that's a picture. On the ground where they can then continue the next stage of their development. Why? Why? You know what I love being birthed in? Mucus and blood. I mean, I guess it's better than them just flying out of nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> when the larvae reach about four centimeters, their movements tickle the nose. I did that already. In an article in the Swedish medical paper, Lottagnachtingen, <laughs> Professor of Entomology, Definitely nailed Thomas G.T. Jameson, described such an attack on a Swedish woman in a forest in central Sweden last autumn. According to Jameson, the fly was hovering close to the woman's face. Oh, God. And suddenly shot several microscopic larvae into one of her eyes. Ah! Yay. Fuck! No! This is my favorite oh, part. About 30 whitish larvae were later removed. Oh, it's all just itchy. Everything <laughs> just fucking itches. Were removed from the eye, but she had a persistent feeling of creeping larvae. Oh, my fucking eyes are itching. <laughs> oh, God. Creeping larvae in the eye and the nose area. I went to my doctor because of this shit. No joke. Yeah, this is going to haunt my dreams. Oh, God. I did. I'm like, I read things. And he's like, what? Mouth louse. Oh, God. Okay. Have you been Later, to Sweden recently? No. Then you're good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Later that day that... No. No, no, no. Later that day, two more <laughs> larvae were removed. God, she wasn't wrong about the creeping. <laughs> oh, it just hurts. Three similar previously published cases also took place in the late summer last year in Finland. <laughs> Yay. All right. I think that's about enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, do you know... Uh, yeah. How has your week been? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, not a good laugh. It's more like nervous laugh. It's been about seven days. I, yeah, it's, it's been about seven days. Um, I have not been suicidal at all. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Well, hide the knives. Yeah. No, 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 nothing like that. It's never, it's never that serious. I got, I got shamed though by, uh, this woman on the suicide hotline what? because I was bitching about job. cleaning. Yeah, exactly. I'm Wait, like, what? I'm trying to calm myself down so that, like, first thing I told her was, I am not suicidal. I'm just really upset right now and I need to calm myself down. Um, and it's because, like, I can get, like, when I'm really upset, I will sometimes clean, and sometimes I clean to the point where I end up, like, with cracked, bloody fingers, because, like, I'm just, like, so many abrasive chemicals and, like, surfaces against my skin, and so, like, I didn't want to, like, hurt my hands, Uh, and so I was, like, calling about this. And, like, this woman was just like, you're sitting here complaining while other people are actually, like, you know, legitimately attempting suicide. You're, like, you're effectively killing people right now. And I'm like, <gasps> wow. Wow. Fuck wow. Yeah, seriously. Fuck and her. so I called her a cunt. Like, I'm like, you are a terrible person. You're horrible at your job. You've, you've been a total cunt to me this entire time. I'm not complaining. I'm reaching out. 
And if you don't want to do your job, then maybe you should find another one. Wow. That's my wow. professional advice from right me on. to you, right honey. On. Were you able to complain about her? Uh-uh. Anybody? That sucks. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> like, whatever. No, but she's like, I mean, she doesn't know what state you're in. Why else would you call the suicide hotline? Like, I you mean, never talk to somebody like that. Yeah. That's a horrible experience. Yeah. yeah. That person should not be near people in a sensitive state. Exactly. But no, no, absolutely not. I I do, like, I ended up getting so angry that I forgot how, like, <laughs> <laughs> it worked. How nervous I was. Uh, it was, it's like one emotion replaced with another. So she's actually kind of a genius. Maybe she was. No. No. <laughs> no, she's just a bitch. But. Yeah. Yeah. Since uh, you're our, our official copy reader and you can't be here much longer, we're going to read that part there. Okay. Also, it should be noted that she is green. I am very green. And so, the is, and ow, so ow. is the paper. And so is my life. Uh, Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. So if you'd like to support our mission so we can continue to bring you quality community radio, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge. Do the monthly pledge. Come on. You know you want to. At RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. You can donate as little as a dollar, and every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air. So please help support independent community uh, media by pledging whatever you can afford. And remember that RFB is a 501c3 nonprofit, so your contribution is tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Uh, this I am so calm right now. That was a very calming read. Oh, yeah. That's why she's our yeah. official yeah. reader. I should that's do ASMR. Just, just the, uh, the teens one. Okay. There's like a hair in the mic that's tickling my nose. A cunt hair. A cunt hair. Yes. Um, uh, and now, teen after school program. For <laughs> <laughs> all those teens who are listening. <laughs> yeah. Don't be like me, kids. Uh, <laughs> those teens. Like <laughs> Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to announce that we have been partially funded to start an after-school program for Should local teenagers to read in 2019. However, our grant will only pay for so much, and we still have a long way to go to make sure this dream becomes reality. The after-school program will allow teens from Brooklyn area schools to learn about media and media making using a hands-on approach guided by local professionals currently working in radio and journalism. That's so cool. Not me. <laughs> Um, so don't worry, kids. Uh, Still an insanely cool program. <laughs> each participant will create their own radio show, which will air on Radio Free Brooklyn on a new dedicated stream. We'd love for our listeners to help make this program happen by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash after school, reading more about the program and donating whatever you can afford. Remember that RFE is a 501c3 nonprofit community organization. And each donation is tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash after school. Thank you so much for your support. And we do currently have a sponsor, but uh, they want to remain anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> we can't thank them. 
What if your sponsor is the group Anonymous? Oh, I know who our sponsor is. Oh, no, but I thought that would be really but, funny. Yeah, like, that would our be group, cool. Our sponsor is Anonymous. That would be pretty cool. And then it's like a who's on first situation. But mm-hmm. if you do want to give <laughs> us some more. But it's Anonymous. If you, <laughs> if you find value in what we do, yeah. please go to rfb.nyc slash That's rfb.nyc slash A-S-S. Love that. <laughs> and shows that are coming up for you, Juno. Oh, yeah. Um, so I got, uh, uh, what is it? The first Tuesday of October is, I think, October 2nd or 3rd, something like that. Uh, uh, just look it up on your calendar. It's a genre reassignment, Brooklyn's only trans open mic um, at Metropolitan Bar at 559 Lorimer. Um, from 7 to 9 p.m. Yeah, that's October 2nd. Um, 7 to 9 p.m. Brooklyn Queer Time. And then the next day, uh, October 3rd, uh, is my show No Pressure, uh, a new show for new drag, um, hosted by me, Juno Tempest, and Miss Tur, a lovely bearded queen who is uh, a good friend of mine. And um, yeah, that is at, uh, what is it? I can't think. Bizarre. Uh, Bizarre Bushwick at 12 Jefferson Street um, from 7 to 9 p.m. Brooklyn Queer Time. Ow, ow. There we go. And also, I still need to pay rent. Uh, I just paid September rent. Whee! Uh, but I need to pay October rent in like a week. And I have no money. So you can Venmo me at Juno Tempest if you feel like <laughs> it. And uh, yeah, send me your phone number. I'll send you a picture of my tits. Just for a heads up, if you email right. Milo Yiannopoulos, he will Venmo you apparently upwards of 200 bucks. Wait, what? Hmm? Milo Yiannopoulos, the, the right-wing uh, provocateur, he is giving money. out cash because he's an asshole. For what? Uh, proving, he's trying to prove that the rich fund the lower fools. Uh, don't I'll want your money. money. Yeah, no, I don't want <laughs> that. I'm desperate, but not that desperate. Yeah. I'm going to ask for it, just on Venmo to see if it goes Good. through. Do it. Now, Ellie, you are here because you're going to have a show on Radio Free Hopefully Brooklyn. one day. Uh, yeah. Tell us about what your show idea is. Oh, I, there's too many uh, aspects of it right now. I'm kind of I'm kind of trying to go from a... I think if I had to boil it down, what I want it to come from is like, I'm dumb and I want you to teach me things type of situation. So whether it's like interviews or deep diving into different uh, interesting topics. Um, there's a really great show called... Uh, there's a great show called um, Off Camera Show with Sam someone Sam Jones maybe and like he has low key interviews where he talks to artists about you know the creative process and I thought it would be cool uh, whether in comedy or music to just to interview um, you know artists in New York City who are just as who are ready to be just as big as the other artists that um, are being interviewed but don't necessarily aren't there yet and to be like, hey, what's your creative process? I also want to uh, focus on mental health. I think that's something that a lot of times is, you know, in like the promotional, uh, when they're going from radio show to radio show, interview to interview, 
it's not really talked about a lot necessarily, especially mm. when yeah, you're at the bottom. We, we think that that's very important too. We yeah. talk about mental health issues quite a bit here because we, we have quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to an open mic once, and one of the comedians was just like, "Yeah, I hate myself. I think I may kill myself." And you know, it's a com- open mic. You're not sure if they're joking or not. But my friends and I turned to each other and were like, "Is he okay?" And I actually saw him a month mm. later at a different open mic, and I texted all my friends like, oh, "No, no, he's still okay. He's still alive." But I think that when you're at the bottom, and I, I'm just talking from my own experience, I know that um, I don't like you don't have uh, you don't have um, access to this, and mm. if, if especially stand ups who are very secluded, it's not like they're going back to like friends and family who are like, hey, you know, you should uh, take care of yourself, or you should, you know, even get a talk to a therapist, which is so stigmatized. Just talking to someone else about problems. Um, and I think it would be really interesting to talk to, especially, you know, yeah, I think that would be really interesting. So do you have, uh, mental health issues that you'd want to share? Um, I don't know if I, like, I'm not, I remember in element in high in elementary school, I was, you see, I'm fidgeting, I'm moving. I think I'm perfect. <laughs> I know that that's not true. Is, kind is of that a mental health in issue in, in and of itself? <laughs> Megalomania. <Yeah. laughs> um, I think that. In high school, I know in elementary school, my mom like brought me to a psychiatrist and he was like, well, you don't have ADHD. And when I tell people that, they're like, he said that? <laughs> Did he look at you for longer than 30 seconds? Um, and Will and I have a mutual friend uh, who also, as he puts as level 10 ADHD. And he's like, yeah, you've got ADHD. You're good. Uh, um, but I think mm-hmm. it's more of, I think I have a lot of different things which affect my life. I think I'm lucky that I don't have one thing that controls my life and ruins things. You know, I'm not, it, it's not like, you know, some people have, you know, level 10 of one thing. And I think I have a lot mm-hmm. of mild, uh, a lot of different things. And I think that the process I'm going through now is learning how to cope with all of them. Mm-hmm. And even if they're not diagnosable, even just things to, um, just to live like a, a better life that I can be living. Like, note, like when I actually, that friend, when I started talking to him two years ago, just him saying, talking about what it's like to have ADHD. I'm like, well, I have aspects of that. And now I know like, okay, this is an impulse. That doesn't mean I necessarily have to go along that path. Um, or like, okay, I'm overthinking right now. I can breathe a little bit, do some, whatever it is and get back on the road. Um, so it's like, and I think that's, what's hard is that when you have level 10 of anything, you know, you get a lot of help. And I'm not saying you don't get help when you're lower, just, you may not even know to ask the questions. Mm-hmm. You may just be like, oh, this is normal. Huh. And a follow-up question. Uh, are your eyebrows naturally like that or are they clothed? <laughs> what? You have I really good eyebrows. You do really? have very, you do have yeah, very uh, luxurious eyebrows, Ellie. Thank you. I had a friend who, went, who was like, your eyebrows are too bushy, and she plucked them for me. And everyone's like, that looks really weird. Um, and no, the only thing I do is right down the middle, there's a few things that, that I get rid of. But besides for that, I don't touch no, no, anything. But Ellie, I think that's great. I mean, I mean uh, one of the big sort of losses especially within the recovery community is that even people with level 10 things there's very little access for the mm-hmm. vast majority of people in new york and i mean you know or eyebrow care yeah i specifically eyebrow <laughs> threading i mean you know it's it's a hard it's a hard loss but specifically for no you know specifically yeah. for mental health i mean look at juno she said that just because she wasn't actively trying to kill herself she got pushed away yeah and i get from their side i mean whoever she called was having a bad day obviously but like mm-hmm technically when with like a triage mentality it's like well you're you're two steps removed someone's about to jump we need to take care of that person right. and that's right. the constant problem anyone in power has to deal with 
Um, yeah, health healthcare, especially mental healthcare, is just pretty fucked up mm-hmm, yeah. uh, here in our country. And um, I mean, I when I, a few months ago, I I just had like an I don't know if I, I don't want to say panic attack because I have friends who have a panic attack. It's not the same thing, but I was just mm-hmm. so overwhelmed by a lot of things, mm-hmm. and that's when I, that's what actually got me to start going to therapy. And I it took me, and I'm someone who come from comes from like a family that doesn't look down on people who go to therapy i have friends who are fine with it i have friends who are on you know and lots of different medications for lots of different things mm-hmm. and it took me it took me like so i i was ready to seek help and it took me like four hours to find out and and new york city well and who i can talk and i ended mm-hmm. up like texting and like you know it was really helpful got some recommendations and i'm like that's me who has access you know, even to like a smartphone. I had a job where during my lunch break, I was able to do research. But imagine if you're working crazy hours, you don't have access to this and um, you don't have anyone who's like helped you along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's got to be hard for them. So, and so especially like comedians or musicians who come to New York and they don't have the time when you're always hustling, when you're when you're working for Postmates and then doing performances at night and you're mm-hmm. saving up to buy an instrument that you need to do that performance. You don't you don't have access to that. Um, so just, I think just having the discussion helps a lot of people. Oh yeah, and plus the sense of just alienation of the city. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm one of the yeah. things of, I mean, I, I grew up here, but one of the things that I find most shocking is how the things that I find most comforting about here are are terrifying and discern or discerning and 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 you know panic and problem causing with a bunch of people. And I can understand that because mm-hmm. it's just it's 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 weird. It's unique. It's mm-hmm. not a it's not a normal. It's not normal to have, you know, 11 million people moving past you every day. The past days, I'm luckily feeling really great the past few days. I had a lot going on, but yes, I was like, I've I've been trying to tell myself not to focus on it. But the fact that these are things that popped into my mind, they obviously are things that have been in my mind. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I was feeling like the shit I did. Like I I work at this, I, I do very flexible work so that if I need to do production assistant work, which is what I do primarily, I can leave and then come back. And so I did like, yeah. I juggled a bunch of jobs and I like had a, I have this like flip out scooter and I had to go to, <laughs> had to go to a class and I'm like scootering there, got good music playing. And, um, I, so I'm on the bike lane cause I don't want to hit anyone on the sidewalk. And a guy on a bike has to be about like 40 something years old, dressed really nicely, looks, you know, classic male uh biking right at me swerves and just bikes directly at me and i have to jump onto the sidewalk and just like death stares at me like he could have easily not even like he wasn't we were not on a collision course and i'm like here's a guy who's so mad at a non-biker in the bike lane that he literally would have hit me with his bike on purpose and i was like all right don't let that bother you and then today i wanted to go get like a soda and I was like, oh, I'll grab soda. soda. And everyone knows sodas are like one to two dollars in New York. I went to a bodega and the guy just looks at me and goes, three dollars. I'm like, I'm not paying three bucks for a soda. It's like walk away and he goes, fine, for you, two dollars. And like I turn around and I like, look at him. I think about it. I'm like, no, nah, I don't need it. I'm like, no, never mind. Thank you. And he just looks at me and deep accent goes, fuck you. And I'm just like, <laughs> what just happened? Oh, Ellie, like, you got to learn how to haggle. You, right? I was like, you tried to stiff me. And then, what? So, it was very, that, those are two things that I was like, that's a daily New York occurrence. I was going to post mm. about it, and then I was like, no one's going to care. I was going to be like, yep, get out if you don't like it. Yeah. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, can you, would you be open to talking a little bit about your, um, 
Do you identify in any sexual way? Um, gay, straight, bi? I don't uh, know if I. Poly, I don't know if I've given you enough thought that? to answer the question. Um, I have a girlfriend now. Um, I, I I don't think like I'm qualified to discuss because I, I don't. I think that people answer too quickly without giving it a lot of thought, and that's a pet peeve of mine. Um, um, like I, I had a few a few friends uh, a while back who would identify as one way, and then I could tell they didn't give it any thought. They just wanted to say that, and I feel like that. Um, and I feel like that um, waters di- it dilutes the um, <laughs> it dilutes not the brand, but there's words have words have meaning, and when you just and I think that uh, yeah, there's the, this is a larger conversation, but I think that people throw throw around very charged terms, and the, I think the problem with that is that um, when people identify as something, they're not taken seriously because they're like, well, you're just a uh, you're just saying that, so I don't want to answer that question because uh, I just don't. I don't think I've given it enough thought to really um, give the word the right. Um, so, like, what you're saying is you haven't like experienced enough dick, exactly, to know <laughs> how much you love dick. Uh, on the other hand, I have one friend. He, he like Tossing he's, he's married to a girl, like very straight guy, but he loves telling everyone that he one time like saw a dick and like that makes him buy and then he find, oh, or, like God. he's like one time I had a gay hookup and then he told me the story he's like it wasn't even it was supposed to be a threesome the girl didn't show up so like he was they were like waiting for the girl to show up and then he left and he's like but that makes me buy oh my god <laughs> like oh, okay <laughs> so does not get by yeah, yeah seriously you don't dude, catch the, it I don't know this I've only kissed a man twice, and both times I gotta say, and they were both really... times me. So yeah, both times, yeah, Ellie. Oh well, I mean, we can admit that. No, I'm totally kidding. So like, what How he's many saying times have we is done doesn't an love your dick. Together, that like we were that. <laughs> Will I think is a we very have. I, I am a very well. Well, no, 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 dude. I've changed a lot since the last time we performed. Oh, together. it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> it has been a while since we performed. You but, coached um, us. She's she's still coaching us. She's um she's. I she's, literally Catherine Dunn is a rock star. She does. She actually does. <laughs> but aside from that, no, no. I mean, it's it's. I, I I respect the fact that you're that you're essentially refusing to give to put a label on it because I think that I mean, you know, in the same way that queer is supposed to sort of identify you as X or just something that doesn't really have a label, that mm-hmm. you're just sort of discovering yourself um, or discovering what you have. I mean, if uh, that that is, I mean, yes, no, maybe. Do uh, did I just think there's a there's a very fine line between diluting and celebrating. Like in, in mm-hmm. on, I think that I'm really nervous about people yeah I, th- I think that like if people want to be taken seriously that I mean I feel like that's a battle that's just gonna forever exist of course and I'm totally unqualified to talk about this I'm just no you're not you gave I me a mic and asked me my opinion no. but I, that's right yeah. Yeah, that's what we do here. Yeah. Yeah. It's called a guest on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you thought you were just shadowing, we we don't do that here. <laughs> no, don't undersell yourself, dude. Is this that's your like first that's night at you've, Fight Club. you've had experiences that you're human. That's a, that's enough. But yeah, I'm trying to think of so, good analogies so we, of other things. So we'll, we can get back to that. Or move I have on. a story so, that for later if you want that I think is really funny, unrelated to this. But if you were like, "Hey, how was your week?" I'd be like, oh, "I have one thing." <laughs> <I was> about, <laughs> that's exactly what I was about to do. Uh, we do uh, what was the most challenging thing of uh, of your week, and we go around the room and, and how did you overcome that challenge? So this might might uh, tie into this or not. It does. Let's hear it. All right, so I have I have this unhealthy addiction to being busy. Like for me, mm-hmm. if I'm busy, I feel successful. If I'm not busy, I don't feel successful. So, mm-hmm. like a few weeks ago, I was 
a few auditions popped up in the New York City comedy scene, mm. and I I forced my you know. Um, Are you comfortable saying what they were? Uh yeah I'll, yeah I'm totally fine with it. I I have a problem with procrastination, so I was like I'm gonna do it. I like wrote it down on a list that I Hell followed. Yeah. Yeah, it was three auditions. One was I'll just say it because I'm not going to get any of them. One was for Story Pirates, which is yeah. um, which I don't know much about, but I know it's kind of it's like improv working with kids. I love working with kids. I love yeah. I like how with kids comedically they're just like so ready to laugh and happy that you know it's just like let's well, be goofy. You know, I've endlessly nieces. fun. Yeah. I have sixteen nieces and nephews, and I just run up and I'm like, I'm a tomato plant, and they're like, they don't even know what a tomato plant <laughs> is, but they're like, no, you're not, or like I don't, you know, throw them over. Let's the run and Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just exactly. run and scream. It's so much fun. Yeah. Run and scream at the same time. Yay, I'm running uh, and screaming. You're joking, but that's my shit. That is you literally. Like no, that is, that is accurate to reality. Yeah. So, um, so where's it? Oh, so I had that audition coming up. And for that, I just had to send an application. Hmm. Uh, UCB has their sketch teams. And I was like, I'm not going to get it. Um, but then I looked up the, uh, um, you know, the um, requirements. prereqs. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I somehow was hit all the prereqs. So I was like, I'm going to apply. And for oh, that, yeah. you needed to send in a video of you doing characters. And then there was the pit um, had a sketch team. Mm-hmm. So I forced myself. I had to like edit some sketches. I applied to uh, all three of them. I got a callback for Story Pirates, a callback. Oh, no, I, I got an audition for Story Pirates. Nice. Went. Did not get the role. I'm sorry. Um, but they only told me like midnight the night before that I was supposed to come back for the callback and I lost a job for that. It wasn't fun. And that was last week. And then this week I had the pit callback and I was so excited. I did all the prep. Like I, I did everything great. I think it went well. Like, you know, I dropped a few lines. Fine. Um, and that was Sunday. And then Thursday. So Thursday I'm doing great. Everything's going well. And uh, I get an email that I didn't get it, that I did not get the oh, thing buddy. and it was just like really bummy because I was like ready for it I thought I, I prepared for it um, and it's just hard that like this was the second of the three and like UCB mm. I know I'm not getting mm. um, so it was just kind of like well I was hoping one of the three I'd get this was basically like the door closing on the third um, your safety school <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I'm stuck going to Harvard um, so that was really bummy and I was just like the whole day, I, was, I tried to do the whole like just push it away and be like, that's oh, not going to bum me. <laughs> but then I found out that this random comedian I really like was doing a show at UCB East. So what Hell I did yeah. was I booked a ticket to that. And then I got there and I found out a band I really like is having a performance two blocks away. So even though I oh only that rocker bar two blocks north, no, uh, Mercury Lounge. Yeah, yeah, two blocks yeah. north. Yeah, Are you yeah. the one that posted that and for thirty dollars? Yes, blah, 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 I was love so New York. That's why yeah. I posted it. Uh, I actually, what I actually said was, I have a rare moment of love for New York. Um, oh, buddy, because you know the song New York, I love you, but you're getting me down. That's how I, I don't actually feeling. know that song. But New York, uh, yeah. I love you, but you're getting no, me really down. <laughs> Great I don't guy. know it. Well done. Well done. I don't know um, it. That song was playing in my head. So I did that like, like self-care, another mm-hmm. word that's overused. Well but done. like, that's what I did. I went to those two and it really helped and I feel better. But that was the, a big bummy moment of the week. Mm, sorry, buddy. Do you ever get to know Amy Poehler? I wish. If oh you ever God. do, do you don't, know? don't play That's Your Boyfriend with Amy Poehler because you will lose. You will lose big time. You know, you know that's your boyfriend. I don't know the game. You don't know the game. No, that's your boyfriend. That? That's, I thought it was a song. Oh, look, uh, is that your boyfriend? No, that that's when you're with a friend and you're going down the street and you find you see someone like really heinous 
and you, oh, is that your and boyfriend? You, you say, no, you, you you have to extrapolate a little bit. You mm. say, interesting shirt your boyfriend's wearing tonight. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. How do you know? Any I mean, that sounds it? like that would be amazing. Well, she was, uh, she was, the whole UCB people were uh, coming up at the same time that I was working at Surf Reality, which was a place at uh, oh. uh, 172 Allen Street. I, I so ran an open mic there for. That's I like ran an open right next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, they 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 performed there early on, yeah. and um, so yeah, the surf reality people got to know the UCB people. You know, Facebook, I never very knew that. early That's on. Insane. What's that? I never knew that. That's insane. You don't know anything about them. <laughs> well, no, you've ranted about them. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> I am. No, so but you always... ranted. I mean, you've told me things. I'm sorry. That that I thought you yeah, would mention. Cool fact. Yes. Kristen Schaal is one of the people that uh, that that started out in my open mic, and she has said so in interviews. No, yes, yeah, so cool. Boys open awesome. mic is the first instead place I performed of in New York. Ice. What's that? Instead of icing you. What do you mean? Other places, she'll just be like, you know, this theater. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, buddy, okay. that's a so it's a well bigger done. deal than you realize. Well, I, I love her. We, you know, we chat sometimes on She's the telephone. Nice. She's very nice. That's so Aww. cool. Yeah. I think that's oh, I mean, great to hear. That's really oh, great to hear. Did I drop a name? Yeah. There we go. Pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it's right next to all the other names you dropped. I think it's weird. There's that. There's that interplay between, like, you want to at least at least for me when it comes to like ce- celebrities, I want to be like, no, they're just like everybody else. But also, like, that is kind of cool. But I'll, but you know what I mean? The, you don't know, you don't know who, who I met in nursery school. Do you? <laughs> you don't listen to the show. Hey, 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 I yeah. He has no idea. School. What's that? Who did you meet in nursery school? And who I'm still friends with. Who are you? And yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, oh fuck my God. You. Did I drop a name? Oh. oh, look. And it's on the ground. And he picked it up. Yeah, oh, look. Names. He's walking in right now. We interviewed his dad, the filmmaker, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. on this show. Uh, the, the episode. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, it was incredible. fucking awesome. Is he as cool? Really, have you, is he as like swaggerful in real life? <laughs> swagger Like Robert Downey Jr. Isn't he known for his like swagger? Or is that just he's a, talking his about his father? Roles. He's talking about Robert Downey Jr. Right, I'm saying like, oh. do you want to know about Junior or Senior? Either one. You tell whichever one you want to. You feel most comfortable talking about. Well, Senior these days actually have more in common with him than Junior because I don't like to leave. Just <laughs> <laughs> like to leave Manhattan. <laughs> he was like, he he did it via phone the interview because hmm. he goes. Yeah, you get on that bridge. You get on that bridge, and if, and, and and if there's a problem, there's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. So yeah, he doesn't like to leave the 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 Manhattan. I don't like to leave Manhattan. He does weird shit instead of mainstream shit. I do weird shit instead of mainstream shit. Is um, weird shit instead of mainstream shit. Weird shit instead of mainstream shit. Weird shit instead of mainstream shit. I would say senior is less approachable um, because really? of he's doesn't have time for bullshit he's 80 you know you mm. you don't want to waste his time I mean, yeah. and and one of the things at the end of the interview that i said was thank you for being so giving with your time and he goes that's the right thing to say and i was like yes daddy approved <laughs> <laughs> junior on the other hand despite his massive fame mm. is completely approachable mm. you feel like you're the only person in the room he's not one of those people that when he's shaking your hand is looking over your shoulder for someone equally famous to talk to he's going to be with you no Mm. matter who you are whether if it doesn't matter who you are 
you are the most important person when you're speaking to him and that's a rare quality and that's something that he's always had has he i was just gonna say i was just gonna ask has he always been that way or yeah, was that something toddler. as a result of as him going through he would waddle over well yeah and not uh, look over when, for his mom when we, when we first met i was a bit of a troublemaker and um no yeah and uh his mother Elsie used to tell me this story. Mm. Uh, she loved this story. She goes, "So I, she goes, so I, I, I dropped Robert off at uh, the nursery school, and the the teacher pointed you out in particular. And he goes, you see that sweet little boy over there? Doesn't he look like an angel? Goes, yes, he does. She goes, you wouldn't believe. <laughs> oh man! So Elsie comes oh, to pick up. Elsie comes to pick up Junior, and he goes, introduces me, and goes. It's my new best friend, Frank Hall. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Let's do a brand new Key Creep edition. Booyah. Give me a plug. Yes. So we did... Uh, Catherine is a wonderful singer, and she sang a brand new Key. And I forgot that this is a, a stalker song, and I will demonstrate why. And please give to Planned Parenthood, the ACLU, Survivors Against SESTA... And uh, give to yourself. Show yourself some love, mm-hmm. and show some love to others. It is very important. It's the last thing oh, I know it is. Mm. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Solely and totally done. 
Like I like doing it creepy. <laughs> I gotta like say no, that was that was hilarious. Creepy. I feel like there's an entire series there. <laughs> an entire. I feel like there's a series there of just of just going back to songs from the 60s and 70s and literally just translating them for post Me Too. <laughs> I really <laughs> can't stay. Life, Get the fuck out of <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside. Rape drug. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you with another man. That's the end. Of- Little girl. You take so you're saying you murdered her? You okay. And that she's a child? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like that better. Uh, Catherine, what's going on with you? What's coming up? Stuff to plug, that kind of stuff. Satanic, b- shaitanic bingos next Shut Sunday. Up. Ah, I missed oh, the last week one because you from, it got yeah. canceled. It, it did, did because my foot was swollen. Oh, shit. It was the size of a balloon. <gasps> she was injured, and for the first time in a long time at Satanic Bingo, she literally took some self-care. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, and I was sad because I then found out that people went, and I'm like, damn it. Uh, yeah. I didn't think that was going to happen. My computer also broke. So I didn't even like it to tell people about it, but it is happening next week, and then it's going to go monthly, uh, which should yeah. be interesting. One of the one of the one of her regulars, this wonderful girl named Bridget Kerrigan, was literally wrote me like five texts, being like, "Why are you not here? Why are you guys not here? This was going to be my night." On a new Do first you mean date, this Sunday or uh, next? Next Sunday, Sunday. next Sunday, the doors open oh, at oh, eight p.m. What? Vicious. What? She's always on a first date. I'm oh, observational, not mm-hmm. vicious. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Will, what's coming up for you? Um, I got a show at the Triple Crown on Thursday night, but this week we are shooting some of my sci-fi show. Um, you can that is see not it a plug on polarity dot com or polarity the show dot com. When is it all ending? Uh, we do not have a set date yet, but we um, begin shooting in. Uh, we begin shooting the primary in October fifth. Like larvae into your eye. <laughs> Shot all at once. Et vous, Ellie? Um, I have a sketch show at the Magnet in October. Oh, oh, oh. Um, which is, once we're doing this, I'll just pull up my phone. Uh, that's going to be October 28th. And then I have my first 401 improv show October 20th. Oh, my God. Oh, you're in 401? Hell I'm yeah. starting on Thursday. Nice. Buddy, you're rock uh, on. I'm excited. About who's, that. Wait, who's your teacher? Uh, Anthony. Uh, a poot, a poot. Yeah. He is the man. A Tamanic? He is. No, no. Oh, okay. I don't know who you're talking about. A Puzo. He is the man. He is amazing. I love he, him I th- so much. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure he hates me, but I love oh, him. Oh, no. His Probably. energy level is where my energy level is. And it's oh, yeah. good to have no, no, A lot of UCB teachers are pretty calm, the ones I've had. And it's cool to have one who's like, talking just as fast as my brain is working. No, no. But but Anthony's also the kind of guy who just goes, like, no, no, don't do that. Don't do Just do what I said. He's not the same. He's like, Ellie. But you're doing right, guys. Change it. <laughs> yeah, just uh, I just remembered I do have a show actually next Thursday at 9.30 at the Tank. Uh, Rub Fairies thing. It's oh, an instant classic. Yeah. Hell yeah. Go to that. So come check that out at 9.30 next Thursday. I'm going to be taking care of my 85 and a half year old mother Aww. and continuing my research and uh, interviews on doing an expose on the pharmaceutical industry for uh, Chelsea Now and possibly The Villager. Nice. And I'm going to be here each and every Saturday at 7 p.m. for Art Star Scene Radio. Oh Christ! Do I have time for two quick plugs? No. Goodbye. Go ahead. Thank you uh, for Lost and Rewound on Thursdays at three p.m. and done some Saturdays at three. Is that what you're oh, plugging? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you, Face Girl. Thank you, Face Boy. Thank you, Will. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you for Ellie. having me. This is so much fun. It is. And thank it you is. all for listening. And once again, show yourself some love. Show some love. 
to those around you. It's important, and you know it is. Meow. Meow.